and welcome to Pretty Big Deal on the Road. I'm loving this light right now. <laughs> it comes and goes. It's very natural. Welcome to Pretty Big Deal After Show. This is Darcel Obergon. She's so beautiful. And we are on the way to the airport because we needed to film the after show and we're not going to leave you guys hanging. Um, Darcel and I just got off a red eye this morning from LA and I'm headed to Paris now. So welcome to the after show on the road. Yes. On the road again. So hi, and thank you guys for giving us all of your questions and comments on the Anchor app. We're going to be answering all of them today. All of your questions on Twitter and Instagram as well. Darcel and I are going to be getting into all of them. I had B12, I didn't have coffee, I haven't worked out today, and I'm fired up! This is her. Normal. Ready. Normal. Ready to answer questions. <laughs> Alright, let's listen to the first anchor question. Hi Ashley, hi Darcel, my name is Tegan, um, and I'm just wondering if you guys can remember the first time you ever saw quote-unquote big girl representation in the media, um, who it was, and how you guys reacted to seeing someone whose body type looked similar to yours. Thank you guys, sending love to both of you. Mwah. That's a good question because um, when I first started modeling at 12 years old, I didn't even like think about it. I wasn't like, oh, where's the other big girls? Because I didn't even think to look for them until I was told, where are they? Mm -hmm. And then as I started growing in my career, then I realized like, oh, there really isn't any representation. And all there really is is Jennifer Lopez. Where people are talking about curvy women or there was, you know, Queen Latifah, Monique. Um, who else? Oh, the I don't, I don't know. Like it wasn't. That's it, it wasn't, really. Yeah. And it wasn't the, much. I met other models that were older than me, like um, Kate Dillon, Mia Tyler. Um, there's, that's just to name a few, and um, they were already slaying in the industry. So, I didn't really like feel unrepresented until I was older when I realized I wasn't represented. Were yeah, well, that I wasn't even being represented, mm -hmm. and. Because I never felt different until I was told I was different. Exactly. You yeah. know? What about I, you? I mean, you know me. Oh. It's it's different. <laughs> so here's the thing. Ash and I have talked about this multiple times. I'm Hispanic, and it's different. Like, you grow up, and it's just like, oh, no, that's your body. Like, you're voluptuous. And in white America, that is not. Where did white people get it wrong? Like, <laughs> Why? Why are what I happened? Know. I don't know. Like you're allowed to have a voluptuous body too. Uh, yes, you are. It's not just minorities. Because we it's say okay. so. Yeah. All right. Let's listen to the second question. Hi, Ashley. My name is Ariel. First off, I want to say that I love you. I actually met you at a book signing here in Houston, Texas. Um, and my question for you is: Have you ever felt insecure or hesitated pursuing a guy? because of your weight um more more specifically guys who are into working out who are very fit um I know Justin is pretty fit and I was just wondering because I've had about two instances already where I've gone after a guy um ended up sort of getting with them and they hide me away because they're afraid of what their friends would say about my weight and it's kind of left me feeling insecure and wondering if I need to lower my standards. And I just want to know if you've ever felt the same way and any advice you have for that. Thank you. Okay, I have so many <laughs> comments and concerns. First of all, Ariel, 
Why are you pursuing a man? I will tell you. Say it. I'm old school. Hello. I, I'm there. Not everybody agrees with these situations, <laughs> but I don't want to have to pursue a guy. I want him to pursue me. And do you agree? Oh, 1000. But okay. I think that they're meant to do that. Yeah. I yeah. think, yeah, men are like they're hunters. Yes. And they want to go after things. They want to go after, you know, a job. They want to go after food. They want to go after a woman. They want to go like the, their, their goals, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And because that gives them so much um, gratitude. Yeah. So please don't go after any man. Let them come after you. Second of all, if you're with a guy because uh, you're with a guy and you're having a good time and, you know, whether you're just dating or just having sex, whatever it is, and he's hiding you, run. 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 Because he's only going to keep hiding you. Bye-bye. There was one book I read a while ago called... Um, Milk in my coffee, and it was the exact same situation. It was this trainer who was dating a big girl, and he was ashamed of the fact that he was dating this big girl. And it ends up he fell in love with her, but then she didn't want to be with him because he never loved her with who she truly was. And why would you want to be with someone who doesn't even love you for who you truly are? I was with a guy, and I wrote about this in my book, and I know you read it because you were at my book signing, and I talk about how that guy broke up with me in high school because he said he was too afraid that I was going to be as fat as his mother Mm -hmm. later. And thank God that he did that because it started this relationship that I I had with food, sex, and and what it was like to be dating, Mm -hmm. what it was like to date. And um, I had to learn the hard way a lot of the times, but I really don't want you to have to learn the hard way um, I want you to be happy with who you are and know that you don't have to change yourself and you don't have to lower Absolutely. your standards. You never have to lower your standards for a man. Ever, ever, ever. Would you lower your standards to have, like, the best girlfriend in your nope. life? Never. No. And you you shouldn't be altering yourself. And especially in the, I mean, not ever, but in the beginning, no. he should be, like, just, like, obsessed with you. Like You are the queen. Hello. Hello. Remember, I dated a guy that was really into fitness, and he was like, oh, are you working yes. out? Remember? Yes. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Uh, have you been working out? Have you been? I was like, oh, hold on. Wait, there's the door. Hold on. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what are you? Who are you? And what? You just came into my. Stop. No. Take Darcel's advice. We don't play that. I really, I re- Ariel, keep it moving, sister. We see you. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next question. Hi, Ashley. My name is Leah. I love your book, by the way. Um, I read your book. Um, front to back and my question is how did you know that your husband was the one for you and what advice do you have for um, young adults in like you know relationships and everything like that thank you it's so hard it's so hard to figure out like who's the one and it for me I dated a lot like I dated so much and I I figured out what I liked what I didn't like Um, and I realized that in a lot of my previous dating, I was like dating with my heart or dating with sex first in mind. And then like thinking about all the other stuff later and, and falling in love with the wrong guy. So that's why I I waited till I was married to have sex with Justin because I didn't want to be clouded with all of, you know, these emotions and feelings that I had about him. I wanted to be smart about it and mindful. Um, so... I feel like it's a decision that you have to make for yourself. I mean, I'm not saying to wait till you're married to have sex, but what I am saying is, you know, think about it 
with your mind and not always with your heart because you are going to fall in love. I feel like, and this is an interesting conversation that we could have is, I feel like you get to choose who you fall in love with. Say it. Because if you are spending your time with someone constantly over and over again, how are you not going to start to have feelings with, for that person? How are you not going to start to like want to be with them yet yeah. again and again, especially if yeah. they're kind of fun? So, and, but if you know in the back of your mind they're not right for you, then why are you continuing to open up that door? Right. So, you know, I think this is all good things to have in the back of your head when you are dating to make sure you don't get stuck in a rut with the wrong one when you already know you're not going to be with them. Instead of being with right now, the Mr. Right Now, instead of Mr. Right... Just keep it moving from Mr. Right Now. Right. And and be a little logical, like what you're saying. Like, think about it with your head. Because yeah. it is a choice. And also, I really loved what Rachel said in one of our previous after shows. Is he your drug or is he your medicine? Ooh! Is he your drug or is he your medicine? <laughs> I want, like, a freaking poster of that. Uh, it needs to be Who a T-shirt. Who has posters? I'm not sure. But, yeah, a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you the one moment that I knew Justin was the one. So we had just left his sister's house in, um, at the time she lived in North Carolina, we were got off the plane and we had already said, I love you. But when we were in the car driving back um, to, he was dropping me off at my apartment. He said, how do you see me? And I was like, what do you mean? How do I see you? Like you're a independent, strong, sexy man who loves me. Like, I don't know, like that's how I see you. And he's like, do you wanna know how I see you? And I was like, sure. He goes, I see you as my wife. Get it? Get yourself one of those. But how, right? And I, but we, but it wasn't the proposal. It wasn't even close to the proposal. He was letting me know that his of intentions course. of dating of me course. were because he was looking for the for a wife, and he saw the he saw all of those attributes in me. Yeah. So whoa. <laughs> That's just if you're looking to get married, though. You know, you could be doing the like right here, the right now situation. Right. Well, she said the one. So hey. So she's looking. All right, let's move on. Hi, Ashley. My name's Nicole. I love, love, love your podcast. Um, I have a question. Um, I'm a mom. I have a 13-year-old daughter. She's almost 14. Um, I've always been a big girl. Um, It's taken me, I'm 45 now. It's taken me a long time to be okay with that. My daughter's not. She's She's absolutely beautiful. But I noticed that even though she is perfect for her age. She's thin. She's athletic. She does every, you know, she's just gorgeous. She does worry about what she looks like. And I know it's the age, but how do I help her be okay with who she is and not worry about, you know, how big her thighs are or how, what her chest looks like or what her waist looks like and that she doesn't fit what she thinks the norm is. Thanks. That's such a good question. And I have to say like, Kudos to you for wanting to be better for your daughter um, and wanting her to be able to come talk to you and, and, and love the skin that she's in. It sounds like to me that possibly, and I could be wrong, but I don't know, because it's just something kind of clicked there for me, is that you're putting some of your insecurities that maybe you did have, maybe you still have, um, about being a curvy woman onto your daughter, regardless of her size. And if you said ever in front of her, ever in, in her life, I don't like the way I look, 
I feel fat. I am fat. I need to be on a diet. I hate my thighs. I hate my breasts. Look at my butt. Oh my God, I'm so, I'm so big. If you said any of those things or in that realm, then it got in her head because she knows she's your daughter. She knows she's a product of you. So in order to be a product of you, she's going to have the same issues as you do. So she's going to take on all of that. And something that my mom did was she actually never said any of that stuff in front of us. And I don't know if she was cognizant of it or not, but I never heard her say that she was going to go on a diet or that she hated who she was on the exterior. Um, so it changed. It, it never. I never had to change my perception of who I was because I always knew who I was because my mother made it very clear who she was. So I wonder if there's a way that you can kind of reverse that and maybe walk around the house in a little less clothing and talk about how much you love your thighs. I don't know, there's, there's gotta be something or really just start to spark the conversation with your daughter. Because I, something else that was really healing for me was just having open, honest conversations with my mom and being like, well, what did you do when a guy wanted to sleep with you but you knew he wasn't the one? Or what did you do when you, um, when you first lost your virginity, like, what was it like? I mean, my mom wasn't the best person to ask that wow. because she waited till she was married to have sex. But, like, I ended up having these conversations with my mom that I wish we would have had when I was younger because I think that it would have changed. Oh, you you thought I was now. No, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Not now, but, like, you know. 10 As an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 yeah. years ago when I was 21 because, you know, she knew that I was getting married soon and, and I was becoming a even more of a woman. But, you know, there's really something to be said about having these open conversations with your kids because you really get to have, they get to let their insecurities come out in a way that you would have never been able to get them to talk about if you didn't bring it up. Mm -hmm. We're in a tunnel. <laughs> what do you think? I, I agree. I mean, that, what you just said about talking to your parent, the, whatever, your mom or whoever's taking care of you, whoever raised you, is so important. Like, I mean, my mom and I, no, even though my mom did the same thing, would never say anything negative about herself. So I'm like, oh, I'm perfect. Yeah, that's correct. So it's just like, that's how it is. Um, but it is good to have open conversations. I never did with my mom about sex and stuff. And like I never that, would. No. No. My no. mom told me if I had sex, I would die. <laughs> Not like that either, but. <laughs> I mean. That was it. Until later, until she knew I had sex, and then Check it was on, like, okay, dead. let's have conversations, mom. And now we talk about orgasms and like. Okay, well, this has turned into another answer. Maybe but... you guys could be like that, Nicole. Maybe you guys could talk like that. Never know. I hope I helped you. Let's answer the Nicole's next question. Like, okay. <laughs> hey, Ashley. Super big fan. Love your podcast. Love everything you're doing. Uh, my name is Cecilia. And I have a question for you and Darcel. Um, my question would be, what inspires you guys about each other? You guys obviously have a very close bond. You guys are both confident, smart women. And you guys spend a lot of time together. And you guys are both intelligent and strong women. I just want to know, Darcel, what inspires you about Ashley? And Ashley, what inspires you about Darcel? And love you both. Thank you. Bye. Wait, we've never had what to answer these. What a good question. We've never. Oh, wait, do no. you want to go first or should we I go first? We can't get emo here. A lesson. Okay. Should I go first or you? <clears throat> no, I'm going to go first. Oh. Yes, because I have to beat you to whatever you're saying. But um, I, I have to say, like, this is such, this is so nice. No, this is so nice. <laughs> we've never. 
kumbaya, so my love. lord. Um, well, it's okay, like, tell me what you love about me. Of course, first off, yes, I know my little Pookie very well. <laughs> but um, I just, uh, first off, I mean, what everybody loves about you, like you literally, this is weird. But no, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is getting real. Um, I just wanted to say that you were a representation that I didn't know that I needed. And I'm oh, like, I'm wow. like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, but that's oh, so nice. I you never said you. that to me before. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, and I love that you like, do not apologize for who you are uh -huh. and what you represent. You're like, oh, my buddy, my problem. How about that? <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, like obsessed and that you are a boss. Like, duh, and just building the empire, and just that you are so kind, and I love you. But that's it. Don't cry. We're not gonna so. get into it. <laughs> that's so really sweet. Nice. Oh, and you, I mean, duh, to say that you're hardworking is an understatement. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, no, just a little bit. I have to say, Darcelle is one of the most non-judgmental people I've ever met in my life. She roots and bats for everyone. It doesn't weird. matter <laughs> like where you come from, who you are. She is so down for you until you come and like you you say something rude to her, or one of her friends or her family. She's Scorpio. She'll come sting you. But <laughs> yeah, she. She roots for everyone, and I'll I'll have something just bitchy or nasty to say about somebody, and she changes my mind. And you, seriously, you make me think about it in another way, where I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Why didn't I think about it in that direction, or in that perspective? And also, Darcel, even though she says that um, hardworking is an understatement for me, I think hardworking is an understatement for her because she sometimes will be at my house until 3 a.m. and will still be working and not be like, I have to go home or I'm tired. She never, what else? never complains, ever. And I think that we're both, we inspire each other to work, keep working harder. Like, yeah, like if we have time off, we're like, what else is there to do? Yeah, There's she's something. truly my right-hand lady. Hi, Ashley Graham. This is Carolyn coming to you from Nova Scotia, Canada. I am wondering, how does Ashley Graham fit her whole life into 24 hours? Not just to be nosy, but I am just genuinely interested in the small daily habits of successful people, which you definitely are. And you are killing it with this podcast. Thank you so much. I'm loving watching it every morning with my morning coffee. Thanks. Um, first of all, thank you for asking that because it seems as though some days I don't have enough hours in the day to, to get through everything. But somehow I've got a great team. I've got a manager, an agent, Darcy. I've got... Um, uh, uh, what else do I have? Publicist. Publicist. <laughs> um, Just extended team. I have extended team on either side. But also, I try to take a lot of time for myself, either in the morning or at night, where I have prayer. Um, I have worship, which is something that I haven't really talked about worship on the podcast. But I'll, like, sing... Um, uh, Christian gospel songs and it'll just like change my mood or just like giving thanks in in my singing um, and and it, it, it just it's, it's my way of giving gratitude for where I am who I am my family my health uh, my friends and, and my career so um, I think starting the day off like that or ending the day like that is very very key to success as well 
Okay, so that's basically a wrap on the after show. It's 5.53 at night, heading to the airport. I'm headed to Paris, and I just want to say thank you for riding with us in the car. That's how you get it done. For those questions out there, we're like, how do you do it? Right. This is how you do it. 24 hours. Any moment you get, you work. Any moment you see fit to answer an email, you do it. And you do the podcast in the car. (laughs) Thank you so much for um, sending us all the questions on the Anchor app and also Twitter and Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. Darcel really loves hearing from you guys. I am obsessed. She loves you guys. But also don't forget to send us questions on the Anchor app for next week. And you can also hear Pretty Big Deal anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button because then you'll be getting the, uh, what's it called? The update. The, the updates. You'll, yeah. You know you'll be notified. Thing? Yeah, exactly. notifications. Because yes. <laughs> then you'll be getting notifications on your phone of when the next episode is out and when the next after show is out. Don't forget, you are bold. You are brilliant. You are beautiful. And we are in a car and there's a red light in front of us and we're going to make it fashion. <laughs>